Hey guys! So we are back with a new episode of City Podcast. Hello to everybody. So tonight, today, we have uh, two new guests, uh, and um, one of them is uh, he was the judge of Multiple Challenge. So he was uh, here with us. So here, <laughs> here with us, with us we have uh, Pierre Andalwer. Uh, good so, evening, everyone, good, or good afternoon, or good morning, uh, good, every, good breakfast. Uh, I don't know what the good, what good everything. Now, but nice to see you again. Na, yeah, and uh, we have uh, another guest. As I said, we have not one but two guests. So we have with us Max Schneider. Hi, I, hi everyone. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good night. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, exactly. Happy Chinese New Year. Um, yeah. Hi. I, I nice, think uh, to be on the podcast. I'm enjoying already, guys. <laughs> it's already <laughs> yeah, it's already funny. I think we the already had. A, already. We already are. Uh, maybe this is this will be the second. I hope it will be the final cut. But basically, is uh, like that. So. So how are you guys? Everything okay? Everything is fine. So we are everyone in Japan. So, but to, from tonight we are uh, just uh, from our home. So Pierre is in Yokohama, Max is in Tokyo, me I'm in the super Chris house. So that's uh, that's all. And um, tonight uh, just. Uh, we are uh, just talking and uh, the fun the interesting things is uh talking about uh, something outside of box because we have here we have uh, pierre he think is someone uh, when we talk together in japan is someone think really outside the box and also max we can say he was uh, is the winner of remark challenge and also is a really good designer <laughs> so it's a, it's a one it's a really Getting red. <laughs> <Yeah>. thank you <laughs> so we can <laughs> we can say from my point of view what i saw in um, his project it was a uh, something a uh, little little bit thinking outside the box uh, is another way to see uh, also the challenge and also about the design so i was really surprised about that so And uh, I, I want also to say thank you because uh, you join us and you have time maybe to explain this to it's us, to everybody. It's an honor to have uh, Max with us today, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. It's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Nice for the welcoming words. Um, was a fun, fun challenge also to do the Remark Design Challenge. I think not everybody knows that in Japan you have this golden week, you know, like the, the which is mm. basically one week of holidays. And I took that time to to work on that, and maybe after that, maybe two or three Fridays and the weekends to to finalize. And it was a really cool challenge. I'm of course happy to also have won that, but I mostly really had fun doing it. It was pretty pretty cool. I tried some new things, and I'm happy that it got such a positive feedback. Mm. Uh, so I told you before, yeah, but yes, congratulations. Was a uh, like. From my point of view, the, the the amount of work and research behind this was uh, pretty uh, nice. So, thanks. And um, it was really um, innovative. I say so. I think uh, uh, Remark didn't expect something like this, and uh, it was not just uh, 
sketches and uh, Photoshop. It was you did the full project really professional. I think uh, mm-hmm. I think everyone understood that. Yeah, I yeah. completely agree. Yeah, I mean, I always try to to do a holistic approach to include everything so that it is a full and believable story. I think it's important, especially for if you do a project, you really do a project. That's for me the, the differentiation from, for example, doing one or two or three sketches. Um, I think it's necessary to make people believe in your idea. Mm, to project themselves. In yeah. Mm-hmm. And also to honestly to, to make yourself defendable because if somebody asks why did you do it like this or why did you do it like that, you always have a justification of your thought process and what you wanted to achieve and where you came from. So with a you know with a I mean we as designers basically have learned that from from university times that you need a scenario and avatar and and all this kind of stuff and for me it's also always really interesting you know to do this research part to to think of what could be obviously the remark challenge was pretty much in the future right it was 2080 that's a lot of uh, magic and wishful thinking that's nothing that you can really grasp by looking into the internet you have to also imagine a lot and i think this is where thinking outside of the box really comes in because of course you can make a realistic scenario for maybe the year 2030 but let's be honest here 2080 is so far in the future (laughs) you have to be very uh, imaginatory and really need to think about what you want to what you want to do yeah 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 that's that's uh, that's right Yeah, and especially for me, the most coolest things was uh, as a PRCA was the process, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially how do you... Uh, in, it was uh, like involving the people, inviting the people to follow the project. What I felt it was that. So I was waiting every day for mm-hmm. uh, see something new, something, uh, what, something different, something... Because the research was really amazing, was a, a lot of stuff, and uh, you can also give an imaging to the follower, to the people who were, were watching the project. Because mm-hmm. you give a many chance, you you give many option, and that for me was a, was a really cool. Yeah. So it was this is a, was amazing. I was I say wow, it's no, not only so... it's not only yeah, us. Catch and uh, and just uh, cool things uh, with the wow effect. No, there is a study behind. There is many options. You study and you find by yourself the best solution. But you, you open to the people which solution maybe you can fit also for you. So mm-hmm. just for just that. So the the teaser man was really really attractive. I don't know how you made this one, but uh, like uh, I, I I think I saw the video. Before to say it was your, you doing that. Ah. So I just saw the, the teaser and I was like, hey man, how is doing that? Who is doing that? And, uh, and, and then I saw a comment of someone saying, uh, I'm really glad that you pushed this contact uh, forward, like uh, in another level. And I was like, oh, Jesus, it's Max. And uh, yeah, man, it, it, it's like uh, the next uh, laboratory of making car, yeah. or especially mm-hmm. sport car. And it was really nice, this teaser. I think uh, people get really attracted by uh, this first teaser. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I think that um, this also contributes to what today we talk about, uh, thinking out- outside of the box. Honestly, for me, it's always interesting and fun to to 
try new ways and, and experiment with new things and programs. And for example, in the automotive design industry, I think now we have a pretty big new player, with it, which is uh, Unreal Engine. Yeah. Or also same uh, Unity. I mean, pretty similar. There's two game engines. And for me, there's already something very interesting. We have now the time where uh, an engine that is originally developed for creating games is so powerful that you can do a lot of other stuff and visualization and I mean architecture, uh, archivist, uh, so uh, architecture visualization and all this kind of stuff. And for me, it's really cool to to play or, and experiment also with all these new programs that we have at our hands. And I, honestly, if you would ask me uh, what for me is the the key trade, what a what a upcoming fresh designer should have that is coming from from the university is is these things like to be versatile and also be able to work in small studios and and make stuff happen on your own you know i mean 20 years ago probably a designer was a guy that was sketching and that was it you give your sketch to the modeler and the the modeler will put it in a one to four scale clay model and so on but now we really have this shift to become a lot more digital which is cost-driven obviously <laughs> as everything nowadays especially i mean you guys know uh, our industry is in a bit of a <laughs> precarious situation based on some things happening all over the world and i think it's also a really big opportunity for a shift um and for this you really need to think outside of the box you really need to explore new ways working from home uh, and for me the remark Uh, Skalatan and the Remax Design Challenge really was an opportunity to try a lot of these new things. Uh, I worked in Gravity Sketch. I uh, tried to visualize uh, it in Unreal Engine, for example, and I also tried some other stuff. But this was what, two of the main things that I really wanted to try out for that project. And I thought it was pretty cool. Like, it was a lot of fun. I really, you guys should try Unreal if you didn't. Um, it's really a lot of fun. And you can do so many crazy cool things in it. Um, I mean, I'm, for example, I'm just teasing a bit now, but um, I'm doing like a, my own digital VR portfolio right now, just for fun, Ooh. you know, where you can... Oh, sounds interesting. <laughs> where you can like walk around through your own garage and look at the cars in one-to-one. -one oh, that's insane. And... Um, I will probably put it online in the end of the year or something for everybody free to download. Man, you shouldn't tell us this. You shouldn't. You should keep it for you. Uh, it gives uh, probably too many other people I think, to uh, idea. For me, it's fine. I mean... Oh, okay. okay. No problem. For me, there's no problem. A bit of healthy too. competition on the internet is fine. <laughs> it's okay. For me, there is no problem. It pushes me too, you know? Like, if I see people do cool stuff, I, I want to do it too. So, it's... Uh, I think a bit of healthy competition is always nice as long as people are staying creative on their own and not just copying. It's for me, it's perfectly fine, and uh, that's also another thing you know, you first need to learn Unreal Engine to really do that, so I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need, uh, I think, uh, I don't know, enjoy blueprint scripting, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's a bit of work. <laughs> Funny uh, story. Of uh, course, every program needs a time, but uh, if you don't try, it's a uh, kind of just you watch someone, you just point out oh, this is not perfect, oh, this is not good, but fuck. He tried and he, he arrived to some point. So that's good for uh, for you, but for everyone doing someone, no? It's uh, yeah. good to follow. Good, I uh, think so. Honestly, I mean, nowadays, anyway, we look so much at other people 
for the good and for the bad you know you have a lot of really cool inspiration obviously sometimes it can be a bit too much that you get too much inspired by other people yeah. that you are not following your own path but um i think it's also pretty cool you can really learn so much nowadays on the internet that was literally 10 years ago impossible even like the amount of tutorials you get i think if i would make a hypothesis here or a theory i think theoretically people nowadays don't even need to go uni to university right. anymore mm. like yeah. you get so much input based if you are you know if you're really hungry and and you are really eager um theoretically i think you could learn so much on your own but to be honest for example i come from a university where i didn't learn that much uh one of the two universities i've been to and um I had to learn a lot from myself and learn a lot from my colleagues and, and friends and, and uh, student colleagues, you know, it was pretty cool. And I think it's really important nowadays. And that's why I also try to always learn new programs because it's never stopping. You know how it is. The industry is moving fast. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's already kind the case. Of... What oh, you are saying, uh, Max, it's already the case. Like, um, If you see, uh, if we check uh, a bit, uh, there is some people, they are already teaching at school, but they do their own tutorial uh, or they sell some uh, on to, uh, their own tutorial on the internet. There is, I, I'm thinking also recently about uh, one of my friends uh, from RCS started um, the Inc. Uh, uh, Academy, uh, Inc., uh, Inc. Tank. Inc. Tank, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, He was uh, my classmate, and uh, now he's uh, he's focusing a lot on this uh, with some other classmates uh, like Francesco Binaja. They are doing uh, some uh, teaching. Uh, obviously, you have to pay, but there is uh, some mm -hmm. teaser you can already learn on YouTube. Already, uh, you can watch so many tutorials. As you said, it's so easy to get some information, and uh, I think. Uh, uh, I'm, I, I truly believe that in the in the futures people won't need or, or, or maybe not every time to go to school but to, to learn maybe they will have some schools starting to think about uh, how they can make people just staying at home and learning from their mm -hmm. their place so yes the, the the also the way to study this car design or, or any other field will will change obviously and especially since people realize that working from home with this coronavirus situation is yeah. is still fine it's okay they can do it it's possible you don't need to go to the office to work and uh, our work is uh, obviously we have communication to do and uh, but you can already uh, at some part you can already uh, give some information just by staying at home and showing uh, mm -hmm. on a video conference or uh, or sharing just sketches on the monitor i mean honestly i i this is a big topic obviously right if i watched mm -hmm. a lot of other pop podcasts as well a lot of people talking about it there was the car design news uh, seminars about working from home and we had a lot of stuff with this and i think um it's also pretty cool to to have this new opportunities literally i'm meeting with my friends who are for example now in germany um i'm meeting in vr we are using something like for example rec room or others if you're familiar it's basically a vr space where you can play games or just meet up and it's pretty cool because you have this feeling that you're next to people even though they're not physically there just based on that you can see 
hand gesture movement and the head movement. And it's basically enough to make you feel like that a person is standing next to you, which to me is pretty impressive. And I think the same shift and the same new technologies are rapidly and fast coming into our industry. You could see a lot of uh, studios already boasting their capabilities with using VR and I'm using it privately as well. And it's just fun, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. And you literally don't need to be in a physical space anymore to, to meet people and you have the same capabilities. And I think it's pretty nice. I think it will be a really big thing in the future for every industry. And I can't, can't wait. I think uh, this kind of system changed also. For example, tonight we are all together talking from a different place. Uh, and uh, of course we are in, in Japan, so we are not super far, no? But that is a good occasion to say, okay, I don't want to go, I don't need to lose time to go maybe in Yokohama or go in Tokyo, no? So that's a good uh, thing. And also I I think, I you give me this image in uh, both of you guys, that the coolest things is uh, maybe us, we are ready for changement, but maybe still some company are not ready for this changement. But some company are trying to make the changement are kind of company that will go ahead and will be the next company that can keep going. Uh, that's my feeling in this moment, in this current moment. So the 2020 is a really important year. I, I'm talking about what I felt in this period about design, that everything is changing for us because we are learning these new instruments. We are learning a lot of stuff, but company looks not still ready for that. That's my feeling in this moment. But I mm. think soon uh, the game will change and... Uh, right. That's the positive message that uh, we are trying to do, everybody, I think. But there is a, a good point about uh, completely different. But um, for example, for companies, big companies, they sometimes they rent some uh, faci facilities yeah. or building just for uh, putting people inside and work. And uh, if... Uh, so in Paris, I heard about that. Like there's a um, district uh, which is called uh, La, La Défense. And uh, people start rent, a uh, big company rent some uh, uh, facilities and uh, buildings for to have their uh, workers in the, in the, in the um, working for them. And uh, they just think that now people who can work from home, they don't need to rent this space anymore. So mm -hmm. it's a kind of so really interesting for them that to mm -hmm. save this money. And uh, obviously... Yeah. Okay. And it's um, kind of uh, nice for companies to save money in this way. So it's funny because I feel like it's perfectly fitting to <laughs> our topic again, thinking outside of the box, because it's yeah. literally thinking outside of the box that you normally have to commute to, you know, the, the, mm. the, the workspace that you have to go to. And um, I mean, you know, the automotive design industry is heavily uh, confidentiality driven. We have a lot of security, security layers that we need to uh, respect and With this obviously come a lot of problems, but I think it's also nice to, it's a nice challenge to tackle those and to, to think about how you can solve it because um, you, I think you really said it nicely that 
you know some people might not be able to change or are not 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 there yet and i think the automotive industry is a very very conservative industry mm. especially the big players you know they are they are over a hundred years old some of the companies and there's a lot of people who have been in power for a long time and there's a lot of very slow bureaucratic movements going on and i always try and like to think from the positive side that these people might not you know they might have just not experienced some of this and you gotta basically collect them you gotta you gotta take them by the hand and make them realize what they are missing so i've seen you know board members before never having having because we have been talking now for example about vr uh never had a vr headset on their head but and they are really skeptical you know they're like ah what, what is this you know what, what what do i what should i do with this honestly this is play you know this is my, my son is using this for gaming for example but Uh, as soon as you make them realize the potential, as soon as they just put it on their heads, you 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 start to broaden their broaden their minds. And I think it's our task as uh, young creative designers to to bring in all these features and make them realize what they are missing out. Mm. Um, I think it's really important to really go forward there and really push the boundaries in far more ways than just vr we have so many new possibilities honestly if you would ask me the next big thing isn't vr it's ar uh, augmented reality if you just look into what some of the players are doing uh we have the apple glasses coming which yeah. probably yeah. will be a pretty big game changer in itself by apple stocks if you haven't <laughs> but, uh, but yes oh, sorry. i think it's no, sorry pierre i didn't want to distract uh, to Inter disrupt you go ahead i don't remember. ah yes uh talking about vr um uh obviously um uh, we are in japan and also the good thing about vr is and it's going to be more realistic and uh, and even more in the future uh, it's just the beginning right and um I, during this um coronavirus lockdown uh i realized that also you can travel with vr Uh, for example, uh, I, I cannot see my family for uh, a, a while because uh, of uh, all this situation. And uh, man, I was just putting on my, my VR headset and I travel on Google Earth <laughs> in, in yeah. the street where my parents yeah. are, are living now. So I was kind of, okay, it's not as good as uh, if it was in reality, but it's a way uh, and really fast way to just get some image or some uh, connection with uh, what you uh, belongs Uh, with your family and uh, just the and Bella, my girlfriend, just did it also. She she went back to Brazil in a, like like in a um, blink of an, an eye, and uh, she uh, she travel. We can, and also we can travel. We go on the top of uh, some mountains on the seaside. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Pierre. Uh, I, this might sound funny, but honestly, sometimes when I want to relax, I just move to Vespers Peak. You know, it's the the mountain yeah, and yeah. steam the lap i just sit on the top for like half an hour and just like sit on the ground basically yeah, <laughs> and enjoy you know enjoy the view uh i like to hear the wind and the birds and everything and seriously it's it's so relaxing and i honestly even think that's a big possibility you know for like relaxing apps or or meditation because for it's crazy how realistic it already is you just sit there and you completely forget mm -hmm. that you're in your room it's 
It's pretty but, cool. But I'm thinking that also this have some limits, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how far we can go as close as the reality because it's a virtuality, uh, reality. Um, I don't remember the name, uh, but you this has to at one point to reach a limit. Uh, for example, um, Cree was telling that um, uh, tonight we are meeting uh, with the, the Zoom application. Mm-hmm. But yesterday we went out just to have a, a drink and eat uh, some uh, some food, a burger. And I, I definitely prefer this. I, I cannot, mm-hmm. uh, if I have the choice to uh, the um, to go outside and uh, safely and uh, meet my friends, of course, it's uh, it's better. It's not maybe the most convenient, uh, uh, but it's in terms of uh, distance, reality, uh, reality uh, or augmented reality. Mm-hmm. It's kind of you can move very fast, really mm-hmm. fast from one point to another point. So now we are talking to each other, so we don't need to go out. And uh, we just click on a, a link and we talk together and we see each other. Obviously, it's not as good as going outside, but it's really fast. And this is uh, also what is important is the time that uh, you spend on the, just having what you want, what you need. It means communication, see your friends in a different way. And I think this is what uh, augmented reality and uh, VR headset can give you as a bonus, uh, as a plus for uh, for, that makes really special. Uh, I don't know if you get my point. I'll get lost, uh, lost a little bit, but uh, no, I understand what you, you mean. You need the, the time you need. Also. It's uh, very interesting. Obviously, the best is always to meet, but you have to take the train. You have to face people. Uh, you have to be uh, maybe it's raining. You have to go on in the rain. Here you stay. And home. also, yeah. I mean, we are all not from Japan, right? We mm. we come from different countries. We have friends in different countries. We are. Yeah part of this expat society and life which means we are not even able to always meet our friends right i mean for sure you have exactly my family is in germany and uh, a lot of my friends are all over the world and yeah we don't have teleportation yet yeah let's say Uh, it's it's, it's uh, a good occasion it's a good occasion sometimes to do this but it's kind of uh, sometimes uh, we need uh, of course uh, have a kind of uh, real something real it's uh, is the best things uh, I, i think just one things we have i think i'm really i really agree with the, the innovation and everything i think just we just should be i think if you are enough smart to know how to use it's okay because if you kind of abuse this it will be kind of bad for you i have this image for example many people Uh, I read some uh, story on internet about many people lo- use face up and they use too much face up to change their face. So this is kind of virtual stuff, no? And mm-hmm. some people want to change the face as the picture. And it's mm-hmm. a, this kind of distance between reality and uh, virtual. Virtual, let's say, like this. That's why I feel it. I agree with all of them, just as a, maybe Pierre saying one thing, but of course, in, in one way, I, I will say like that. I think just that. So everything is cool. Just have sometimes, of course, something real. It's also cool. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't actually know. I feel like it's, this is a very philosophical question and approach. Um, it's a bit this, this for, to me, it's a bit, sounds a bit like this, you know, um, 
let's say, for example, 50 years ago, people were saying, oh, the youth is always just reading books, you know, they, they, they don't focus on doing this or that. And then it came, oh, the youth is always just watching television. They never focus on this or that. And then the internet came and the smartphones came. And it's always, you know, the, the, the people saying something like, yeah, we did it like this. And it's crazy that they do it in a different way. And you basically have to take your time to accept it, which is also really interesting because if you, for example, see statistics of usage uh, for age groups and Facebook, just for example, it's pretty cool and interesting to see that there is these early adopters, which are often connected to a very young, young age group because the younger you are, the, apparently the more risk Uh, ready you are to accept certain new things and you like to try out new things and the more the the older you get the more you are in your patterns right in your routines and it takes you time to accept learn and digest new things that's why um, the old people aren't necessarily not using internet or are not using facebook actually it's quite the opposite it just takes them time to get used to these new things but as soon as they do a lot of them adapt And the young guns probably move to another another app or another service or whatever it is. And the loop starts from new. And if I think about this, it's, it's, it's really interesting because uh, the question really is, where is the limit? The question is, how, uh, do, how far can you go with VR and AR and using it? And I just like to be now a bit... Um, let's say, um, a bit more extreme, <laughs> just to challenge a bit. Um, for me, it's also very interesting what, for example, Alphabet, so the Google head company is, is searching on. It's no secret that they have a really big department, I think, for bioengineering. Um, and if you logically think about chemistry and physical reactions in our bodies, then the human brain is not decoded yet, but... It's basically synaptical and electronical impulses, and that's it, that transport information, right? It's, it's something that is, by research, possible to, to understand in some ways. We, don't, we are just not there yet. And I am actually looking forward, and this is now a bit extreme because it's very close to some Black Mirror episodes, for example. But I am personally really looking forward because I'm always open to new things and new possibilities, to, for example, have this opportunity and possibility that you have a direct connection to your, to your, to your brain through neural inputs or connections, for example, where you can, in the end, really simulate an experience without physically attending it. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting in your chair and you have, I don't know. I saw this episode. <laughs> I saw this episode. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is scientifically, this sounds not too far away, actually. Mm. It's just, it's, I'm it's, sure there is some scientist or developer that are already working on that. Yeah, I, I read a lot into it and it probably goes deeply along with our development of artificial intelligence, which will be on a long way to go until it's reaching uh, human intelligence. But we will probably. Uh, be still part of that right we, we will not we will still be alive when the artificial intelligence takes over more and will be more intelligent than us which to me is pretty exciting it's like okay what will happen right there's some people who will say oh my god we will probably like terminate or something or who knows maybe it will be the best for us 
And for me, this is always the cool stuff. And this is why I really like to also participate in the Remax Challenge because it was so far that you can really think about crazy, crazy stuff. To me, that's pretty interesting. It's also a bit scary. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like the technology <laughs> is going to go uh, faster than the, the capability of uh, human beings. Yeah. And actually, this is exactly the, the interesting point because... This will happen, no doubt, because it will be a race. Some people will always try to be the first ones because there is a huge possibility there, not just economically, but also in terms of science. And so it is scary, but you know, how, like people thought when they were using a train for the first time, they would probably die if it goes over 30 kilometers per hour mm. because they thought speed would kill them. Well, there mm. is the quote, you know, it's not the speed that kills you, it's the rapid deceleration. But yeah. um, <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I'm not sure. I think it's it's something that is we something we have to face. Mm. It's it's it might be scary, but I'm tr trying to really think positively about it because the possibilities you have are insane if you start to think about it. And there's a super interesting article made by Wait But Why wait.why.com the the .com the artificial superintelligence and everybody who is interested in that should really google it and and read it it's super cool it's telling you a lot about what's to come and for me it's super interesting because you know we have so many possibilities with it it's literally insane to think about and i can't wait i can't wait what happens <laughs> let's see yeah. okay So it's kind of, uh, yeah, I understood what you mean. So of course, uh, still something, if you think about that without any imagination, maybe you're scared. That's why. So yeah. it's kind of like that. I feel it. So we will see what's happened. We will see. But already, as you said, you like talked about Black Mirror, but already many episodes of Black Mirror happened in the reality. Not only one many episodes yeah <laughs> so yeah. Yes, so... i'm thinking about one actually i'm thinking about one uh, sorry Chris, to interrupt no problem yeah it's uh, uh, okay. so, so if you look at the i, I don't know if uh, people will uh, have seen this uh, or, or, or if you guys have seen this uh, episode it's one where they uh, rate everyone yeah so yeah. Uh, they they put some like and in a um in function um, when you have a really high score like uh, around five stars or 4.5 you have access to some some stuff yeah mm -hmm. and this is already happening in uh, in china they they, yeah. they they already rate people and if they are if they are blacklisted they they can't have access to for example trains or airplane they cannot leave the countries uh, in few cities in uh, in china it's happening already so uh, as you said as you mentioned pre uh, some black mirror episodes are already there and uh, so uh, it's obviously pretty sure that uh, uh, what they predicted in some other episode which is probably looks really far from in the future but uh, I'm, i'm sure in a few years it, it will be already there will be happen will be happen. maybe already yeah, it's yeah. already happening yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know if you watch if you watch some of the 80s uh, dystopian future movies right or 90s um the movies are like always super negative you you see like you know the future in 2000 one or in 2010 or and everything is like super dark everything's burning you see like re, like you know homeless people sitting standing in front of a burning <laughs> trash can or something the and black mirror is really is really uh 
not positive at all. Yes, and I think honestly, it's also one of the things. Like, it's always easy to to think negative because it's super easy to 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 think about what will negatively happen, right? And we always think about how the world will end because it's also pretty. I mean, bad news always make the news, right? You don't, you never read anything good in a newspaper because it wouldn't really inter interest people. But I think it's really important also to to especially for us, for us as designers right to yeah. try to make the world better and think about positive aspects and i mean the, you can see the smartphone is super distracting to some people but it also brings so many possibilities that we have now yeah and, okay. uh, it depends how do you use that yeah how can you use that i mean uh, for me instagram it's a nice place it's a nice hub to share your creativity But many people abuse this. So mm -hmm. it's up to you. So uh, if you are, as I said before, if you are enough smart to know how to use this technology, you will uh, kind of be a kind of, uh, not leader, but you know, you have something, you have a kind of, of plus, I think. Mm -hmm. You have a kind of something more than one other. Um, find the right balance, right? Yeah. Because you find your own balance, as you said, yeah. You find your own balance and you know how to use it. Some people go too much uh, straight and uh, something bad happens. That's uh, maybe it's uh, the situation. So movie makes us scary because uh, they show us uh, something that will never, may, maybe will, will not happen, maybe can happen, but it's something that we never saw. It's something... Uh, that is out of the comfort zone, our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So that means how can happen this? And the people say, no, this is just a movie. So maybe it will never happen. But of course, as we say, the Black Mirror is the good example of something is happening now. And uh, we just should... Uh, know how to use this kind of technology kind of system i think it's kind of usage my from my point of view i'm uh, maybe <laughs> i mean and then i think can be super positive for for everyone so so what i think about black mirror is that um, it's kind of uh, because it, it touched so many people is because you have already maybe experimented some experience like this Yeah, you, you feel right yeah yeah, yeah. you you already you you look at for example if they talk about phones you said yes this happened to me already mm -hmm. so why is in the movie supposed to show the future and uh, so it's it's kind of uh, showing the future but it's also very personal because everyone have ex experiments that's why it touched you so much in this kind of uh, movies yeah and uh, it's an experience that you say maybe it would happen in the future but i'm you already experimenting and you don't know mm -hmm. it And it's in crazy. One, in, maybe it in a different way, in a different yeah. way, but kind of linked to what it's your personal uh, uh, story. Yeah, I mean, I watched a YouTube video yesterday of, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, these unboxing videos, right? Where mm. people unbox stuff. I, I watched the unboxing video of uh, Spot, of Boston Dynamics Spot. You know, the, the robot. The walking dog. Ah, okay. The walking you can dog. now you can now buy it yourself. It's a really? retail product. Yeah, it costs. I mean, <laughs> if you have seventy five thousand dollars lying around, I, yeah. I mean, who doesn't, right? <laughs> We're car designers, so of course we do. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it was, it, it was crazy because you, you see this thing really like it's this like this most normal YouTube video of unboxing an iPhone or something, but it isn't an iPhone. It's a freaking robot that autonomously moves around and acts like a, almost a dog. And but it's a freaking robot. And <laughs> it was crazy to see because this basically is something that I couldn't imagine 10 years ago. And it is exactly like one of the Black Mirror episodes where you have, you know, this this uh, this this black and white Black Mirror episode where you have the robot dogs hunting <laughs> the last remaining humans on Earth. Ah, yeah, it's, it's one of yes. the last episodes, actually. Yeah, 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 it's from, I think, from season five. Don't spoil it. I didn't saw it the last season. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a it's, <laughs> But the Birakneo made <laughs> one ep- one uh, one episode. It's not uh, uh, included in the in the series. It's one like one movie of maybe one hour. A and Christmas a... episode. No, <laughs> I don't remember the, the name. But you it's... actually interact with the movie, so you oh, make ah, a, no, okay, a okay, 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 the Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Amazing is, stuff. I, I was. Amazing. I was in my bed, and this guy was like talking to me, but it has been recorded like maybe one year ago and yeah. he knows it's, it's already like going in my uh, uh, personal life and yeah. I'm making decisions for him but he, he's talking to me too so it's a really you say? yeah they really thought outside of the box didn't they and this is too, <laughs> too much this is too much I was not ready for that but I wasn't ready for um, the first episode let's say <laughs> so oh, yeah, the first, uh, <laughs> from the, 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 pra- the from the first episode of the first series but then you want to watch because you want and, to explore what yeah. will happen it's, it's like something of, where uh, you can't look away right you you yeah. you can't watch but you can't look away it's this you're like this yeah, you eerie put your feeling hands, but you will yeah. look it <laughs> it's like the episode with the the guy who's be who's been uh, blackmailed uh, of uh, watching some uh, videos on uh, ah, internet yeah. and and he's blackmailed by uh, uh, have, uh, having some you can trouble. relate Pierre or huh? <laughs> you can but, personally but, relate but everyone I think everyone can can uh, who didn't put a post-it or a, a tape on his uh, a camera just yeah. to hide uh, to feel because you feel like uh, someone is watching at you after this yeah. episode I'm sure you you did it I'm sure you did it I did it personally it's not only about uh, watching a, a adult video on uh, on internet yeah. it's just that you don't want to be someone interact with uh, you by a spy camera and stuff like this Thank you for listening, guys. This was the first part of the episode, and um, I'm glad you listened. So, the second part will arrive soon. And uh, to help the podcast to grow, share this episode with the world. Two, part two is almost done. Don't worry, we will be back soon. Stay tuned and uh, have a good day. Have a good night. From Chris, bye.